Alright guys, so today is going to be about, uh, about kind of asking and receiving. That's kind of the main message for today. Let's start in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for getting us all safely to this drill and getting us uh, through all our training so far. Thank you for all the good things you've given us today. Thank you for letting us be here, being safe. Thank you for this time we get to spend with you. Thank you for every good thing we have in life, God. Please uh, bless us. Give us wisdom in this Bible study, Father. Guide us because uh, it's about you and not about us, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. So if you got a Bible, uh, which you guys all should, let's turn to. We're gonna turn to. Uh, we're gonna turn to Luke. So we're gonna turn to Luke. Oh, that's my favorite gospel. Luke, uh, Luke uh, 15. Alright, so you guys have all heard the parable of the prodigal son, right? I actually told, oh, you guys probably went there. I actually told it right before Joe started. Nice. So, you guys probably, I'm every, it's like one of the most famous parables. So, you have two sons. And one goes away and spends, he takes part of his inheritance and, and he takes all of his inheritance. He goes and spends all his father's money on prostitutes and, and doing bad stuff that he shouldn't be doing. And he becomes broke and he doesn't want to start with that, so he comes back to the father and the father welcomes him. The other brother stays home and works and does what he's supposed to do. So I'm going to give it a little bit of different perspective than you've probably ever heard before. So I'm going to start at the bottom of the parable. Um, so the other son that was always home working while the other son was out partying, he answered and said to his father, um, Lo, these many years I have served you, and I have never transgressed your commandments at any time. And you have never given me a young goat that I may make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours, doesn't even call him his brother, he says, As soon as this son of yours has come and devoured your livelihood with prostitutes, you killed a fatted calf and gave it to him. And the father replied, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was only right that we should make merry and be glad. For your brother was dead, and he is alive again, and was lost, and now he is found. So, what I want to point out about that is that the other son was there all the time. Like, the father obviously had goats and calves and whatever he wanted. He could have at any time gotten that gift. He could have at any time had a goat or a calf and made merry with his friends and had a party. He, he didn't have because he didn't ask for it. Now, how many of us in life get envious of, like this, like this other brother, get envious of what somebody else has when we haven't even tried to get it for ourselves. We all have, right? I know that I have. Or you see somebody you see somebody with a pretty girl and you're like, man, why does he have a pretty hot girl? And I don't like you know, have you have you asked God for the right woman? Have you spent time praying and asking for it? Because if you haven't, don't be complaining that you don't have it. Okay? So don't be envious. If you it it's it's like having a plate of fruit in front of you and complaining that you're hungry. Like you don't have because you don't ask for it. So that, that's what I got from that parable. Um, now, the second thing I'm going to read, let's go to, let's turn to James 4.2. It's my favorite book in the Bible. Nice. <clears throat> Do you have a favorite? Me, Romans. All right. Let me know when you guys are there. James is towards the very back. There'll be a couple before Revelation. It's going to be James chapter 4. All 
You got it? No. <laughs> it's a small book. Um, it's right before First and Second Peter, and after Galatians, after Hebrews. It's a tiny book. Yeah, help him out. It's tiny. John four started. Uh, no, James four. James. Yeah, James is a tiny book in the back of the Bible. I should have done that. That's a good idea. There it is. You got it? Yeah. James. It's, it's on, on 1046. Yep, yeah. there you go. 1040. Actually, we're going to be chapter 4, so 1048. All right, guys. So I'll go ahead and read this. Where do wars and fights come from among you? They do not come from your desires or your pleasures that war in your members. You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You do not. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss with the wrong motives, that you may spend it on your pleasure. So I'm going to read that again. You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. So the whole reason you don't have is because you don't ask. Yeah. Um, you think about all the time, like, let's say that you see somebody else uh, win the lottery, which is an awesome thing, right? Do you sit there and think, oh, good for them, that's great that they won the lottery? Or do you sit there and think, man, why aren't I winning the lottery? How, you, we all think thoughts like that, right? Like, why does that guy, he's living in a trailer park with three teeth and he's got a million dollars and I got nothing. So the point to that is that that you don't have because you don't ask. No, I'm not saying the guy's going to give you a win lottery, but uh, and it says you do not receive because you ask amiss. Now, how many of us have really wanted something really bad, and we wanted it, and we wanted it, and we got it, and it didn't make us happy? Ever happened to you guys? It happens to me all the time. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, if I just had that gun, that's like the last gun that I'm ever going to want. And I get that gun, and like two weeks later, I'm like, man, I want that other gun. <laughs> so, or I like, I I pray for a girl, and I get the girl that. Or I don't get the girl that I prayed for, and then later I get a girl, and I'm like, man, that girl's way better than the other girl. I'm glad that I didn't get that one, even though I prayed for it. You know what I mean? So um, the point, so the two main points of that is you don't have because you don't ask. And then number two is God is smarter than you. So if you ask for something and he knows it's not the best for you, he's not going to give it to you. Not because he doesn't love you, but because he knows what's better for you. He knows you better than you know yourself. Um, something cool. It says in my Bible. If you, is a, yeah, go ahead. Cool. <clears throat> Because um, I have a study Bible, so it gives you a bunch of extra context and stuff like that. Um, but going along with exactly what Sergeant Melito was saying was, uh, prayerlessness results in failure to receive many of God's blessings. But James does not imply that God wills to grant sinful, selfish desires, but bringing requests before God can, get, can have a purifying influence on one's desires. You're so, quick, man. Do me a favor. Turn to Matthew seven eleven. <clears throat> Going to the next one here. While he's looking that up, Matthew what? Seven eleven. You guys go ahead and go to Mark eleven. Everybody else go to Mark eleven twenty four. Cool. Nice. Go ahead and read that, man. You guys just all right. Listen. So my version says, and that's ESV. It says, if you then. Who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more 
will your Father who is in heaven will give good gift or good things to those who ask him. Yeah. Right? So God wants to give you good things. Like he wants good things for you. He also wants you to ask him. Why why do you think that is? Relationship. Bam. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It would be nice if we thought about God all the time, right? That would be awesome. But we don't, right? Yeah. So yeah. one of the, some of the only let's be honest, some of the only times we go to God is when we need something. Yeah, that's right? real. Yeah, it's real, and it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And God's such a loving God that He says, "I don't care. Just spend time with me. Even if you're just asking for something, I still want you to ask me. I still want you to spend time with me because He loves you that much. Yeah. He's not like us. Like He's not. Wow. He's not sitting there getting mad like your parents when you always ask and ask and ask. He. That's not the God that we serve. He loves you. Now, if you're asking for something that's not good for you, obviously He's not going to give it to you. Just like a good father. Like at Halloween time, when you ask for more and more candy, He's not just going to give you candy until you throw up. If it's a good father, He's going to be like, "No, you've had enough. Even though you want more and you think it's good for you, it's really not." So God's the same way, but God is not impatient. God is not, God's not like, oh, he asked me for 10 things this week. Let, let, let me uh, not listen to him because he's already asked me for 10 things. That's not the God that we serve. He wants you, like, like, uh, like you said, he wants you in a relationship with you. And he knows that we're selfish. We're selfish people, right? We're all selfish. Yeah. He knows that, that you want things. And he knows that if you ask him for things, at least you're spending time with him, right? And he doesn't fault you for that. He says many times, ask and you shall receive. And like it says here, if your heavenly, if your earthly fathers give you good things when you ask, how much more is your heavenly father going to give you good things? <laughs> um, and the rest of us are on Mark eleven twenty four. Does anybody go ahead and start on twenty three? If somebody wants to read that, if somebody's, if anybody's there, I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, "Go throw yourself into the sea," and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that he, that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Nice. Go ahead and read 24 again. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that, and you will receive it, and it will be yours. Nice. Good. Therefore, I'm just going to read mine a little bit different translation. Therefore, I say unto you, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. So... He says, whatever things. He says it twice. He says in 23 and 24, he says, whatever things. He doesn't say spiritual things. He doesn't say holiness, because that's what a lot of church yeah. people will tell you. He doesn't say, ask for more of the Holy Spirit. He doesn't say, ask for holiness. No, he says, ask for whatever things you ask for when you pray. Yeah. Believe that you receive them, and you will have well. them. So, <laughs> believe that you receive it. And pay attention to the order here. It doesn't say, a lot of people don't believe until they actually have something. Okay. You got to believe that you receive it before you have it. Amen. If, if you had that resiliency training we talked about, like positive self-talk, it's kind of the same thing with God. Like if you believe that God's going to provide it for you, you'll have it. Like you got to believe that you receive. It says believe that you receive first, and then you will have. It doesn't say I'll give it to you and then you believe that I'll provide for you. That's not what he's saying. He says you got to believe that I'm going to provide for you and I will. So believe that you receive and you will have. Um, it says in Philippians 4, um, 6, it says this, and it kind of ties along with this. And um, It says, do not be anxious about anything. Like, don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And so that's also like, like he just wants a relationship. Like, just let these requests, like, let what's on your heart talk to God about it. Like I said, he wants to spend time with you, and he know, yeah. and it, it you, 
you need to ask more than once. Don't you know? You always come to him and ask. Like uh, yeah. whatever. If you if you want if you want, I know what age you guys are, and I'm the same way because I'm a man. If you ask for for a woman, like a good woman, and keep praying about it, he'll provide. Like, Amen. That I will. He will be do honest. That. I've been praying for that. Yeah. yeah. Like for he the will provide, man. The right God has for me. I'll be honest with you guys. So, um, so I've prayed for that too. I've prayed a lot, and I've been like, oh, this girl, you know, she's the one. Like, I want this one. Yeah. Like, God, give me this one. Give me this one. Give me this one. And he didn't. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks. He, you know, and you get yeah. disheartened. You're like, man, he must not be listening to me. And, oh, it's so real. And I'm with a girl now that I'm like, man, I wouldn't trade her for a dozen Victoria's Secret models. Like, I wouldn't trade her for any <laughs> other one. Like, I'm glad that I didn't get those women because if I did, I wouldn't have met this one. So you got to realize that God's timing is, is better than your timing. Like I said, he's smarter than you. Like, I've been dumb enough long enough to know that God is smarter than me. <laughs> he's not giving me something it's because I'm either not ready or the person that 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 he has ready for me is not ready yet that could be the case too or it could just be that sin has consequences and those things got to get worked out but believe that God and it may also just be that he knows that he's waiting for you to get mature because he knows as soon as you get it you're going to stop talking to him you guys ever do that you always ever pray for something and you get it and you just forget about God you're just like oh I got it and then oh, yeah, I do too I'm guilty of that too I'm like oh give me this God and he gives it to me and as soon as he gives it to me I forget about it and go Go do something else, right? So until you get mature, he might just be doing that so you spend time with him. Because you're probably not just going to pray about that. You're going to probably pray about other stuff too. We, Even though you come to him for that prayer, you might also mention other stuff. Like you might also pray for somebody else that you know or your mom that's sick or something. And he wants to spend that time with you. So that may be a reason why you're not getting it right away. But just realize that God's timing is better than yours. So don't think that your unanswered prayer is not going to get answered. Like it says, believe that you receive it. You would never grow in faith if you prayed for something and you got it right away. <laughs> that wouldn't build your faith. It builds your faith when you gotta believe in God, even when you don't see it, right? And something else that just like from experience I've noticed is like I'll pray for something, and so this is random, not really of note. But anyways, I was praying that the Lord would open up my eyes. I was like, God, will you just? I didn't even know what what I was asking, Lord, open my up my eyes for this specific thing or this specific thing. I was just like, God, will you just? Oh. Open up my eyes, Lord. Just open up my eyes. And that was like a prayer that I was praying about every single night. Um, and uh, so he opened up my eyes, but not in the way I thought he was going to. So it's oftentimes when we're praying for something, like we will receive it, but not all the time, like the way that we think we're going to receive it. Like so I, I've, I've, in, I've heard so many testimonies, like people praying for certain things and they got it like Maybe not exactly that thing, but they got something else that was kind of along with it. Just God doesn't, he, he oftentimes, not all the time, but he oftentimes um, answers prayers just not always the way that we think he's going to. Nice. All right, man, go ahead and look up Luke 11.9. Who else is quick? You go ahead, man. You look up Matthew 21. Since you're already in Matthew, just turn a few pages. And I'll got, I've got Luke 11.9. You want me to read it? Uh, hold on, let's wait till everybody gets there, so we'll go in order. Uh, Matthew 21, 22. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. Oh, dude, I love this verse. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and read mine. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Okay, go ahead uh, Go ahead and read yours. Oh, you, Oh, which one did you want me to read? I read Luke... Uh, wait, what did I... I read Matthew... I read Matthew 7. I gave you Luke 11, 9. Okay, cool. 
So uh, Luke 11, 9 says, And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Nice. Go ahead and read Matthew 21, 22. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Nice. It says that a lot, right? It says, asking you shall receive. We've done five different verses we've looked up, and it says it. Wow. That probably is something to pay attention to, right? Yeah. There's rarely things in the Bible that are repeated that often. The only other things that I know that are repeated more than that is don't be afraid, which is a big one too, but that's a different sermon. But it says it, says it a lot, asking you shall receive. Like you, you need to ask for it. And if you're upset about something you don't have, if it's because you're not asking, one, don't complain about something that you don't have if you're not asking for it. Um, so that's a big one. And then I've got one more, and we'll close. We'll do uh, this. This is also mentioned in several places in the Bible, verse for verse. But I'm only going to read one. But just trust me, it's at least three times that I know of in the Bible. For Okay, do you guys all know the parable of the talents? Okay, so there's a rich man, and he has three people that are under him. Like, pretend that I'm the sergeant, and I have a bunch of money, and you guys are all my privates, and I give you guys each $5,000. Okay, you guys, this is a parable, but I'm retelling it in a way. So, so I give you guys each five grand, right? And I say, this is my money, but I want you to do what you will with it, and I'll come collect it later. Okay, and I come back to you a year later, and I say, where's my money? And you say... I went and invested in the stock market, and I made you five thousand more dollars. I got you ten grand for you. Mm-hmm. And you say, I invested. I didn't do as well. I got seven grand. Here's the seven grand. And you say, I was scared of you, and I was worried, so I put it in a safety deposit box. Here's your five grand back. Okay. And here's what God says to that. Um, Um, God, so what, what God does is he says, take the one who, take all your money that you didn't invest and give it to the guy that invested it well, okay? That's what, that's what God says. He says, take it from the one who did nothing with it and give it to the guy that's going to do something with it. That's what God says in that parable, yeah. okay, verbatim, like, so, and actually back then the money was called talents, so we're all given talents from God, right, whatever that talent is. So if, he, if you ask for something and you get it, it's your obligation, if it's a, everything we have is a gift from God, right, we all know that. Like, nothing that I have, like the strength that I have, it's not like I'm just this super buff dude. All the strength that I have is from God. Yeah. Like, every pull-up that I do, every breath that I take is a gift from God. I couldn't do, I couldn't blink without God's permission. Like, I can't do anything without God. So everything that I have is a gift from God. All the talents I have are given from Him. So if you ask for something and you get it, it's your obligation to use it well. And the beautiful thing about our God is He says, For to everyone who has, to him more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Okay. So, to he who has, more shall be given. That's a beautiful, generous God, right? So he gives you something and you use it, he's going to give you more. Which is a great thing. So, one of the things, you guys obviously know that I work out a lot. So one of the things that I pray when I work out is I say, God, thank you for the strength that you give me. Please give me more. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I pray. Because that's what the Bible says. It says, to he who has, more shall be given. So own what God's given you because he's given you a gift. And say, thank you, God, for what you've given me. Increase it. Because that's what God says. He says it not just here. He says it several times. Whatever you, to him who has, more will be given. So if you, God gives you something and you squander it, he's probably not going to want to give you more of it, right? 
Like if I if I gave you a car and you wrecked it, and you came to me next and you were like, oh, I wanted a car, and I give it to you and you wreck it, and you say, give me another car, probably not gonna. But if you take really good care of the car that I give you, and that might make me more likely to to help you out in the future because you appreciate what I gave you. So. If God gives you a talent, make sure that you use it to the fullest. When you get what you ask for, like when you pray for that woman and you get that woman, don't treat her like crap. Okay? When you get the woman that God's given you, treat her the way that God wants you to treat her. Appreciate her. To you, and he'll make that relationship prosper, hopefully. Um, a relationship for a two-way street. But if you get a girl, you pray for a girl and you get a girl and you treat her like crap, don't blame God because you don't have it anymore because he takes it away. Make sense? Cool. So ask and you shall receive, and when you receive, you'll get more. Because we have an awesome God. Amen. Bottom line to that. All right, guys. We'll go ahead and close in prayer. Okay, too. Nice. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for letting us all be here today. Thank you for all the time we got to spend with you. Thank you for all the good things in life, God. We pray that we spend more time with you all the time, God. And we pray that we ask for the things that we desire. And we don't begrudge the people that have more than us, God. We, uh, we pray that uh, you grant our desires, that you make our desires your desires, first of all, wow, and that we, we pray that we want the things that you want, God. We pray that we do your will, and we pray that you give us the things we need to do that, Father. We pray that we use the talents that you've given us and the gifts you've given us well and wisely so that you give us more, God. Thank you for all the good things you give us. We know that everything we have is more than we deserve, God, and everything we have is a gift from you. Help us to appreciate that, God. Help us to recognize your love and the things that you give us, Father. Thank you for everything. We pray for more. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, I thank you so much for these guys, and I thank you for Sergeant Melito, God, and leading us into your word, Father. And Lord, I just, um, with this Bible study, Lord, um, about asking, Father, I just ask for all of us, God, that you'd place a hunger, a deeper hunger, Father,